Welcome to the TNL Talks podcast. I'm Chris Galloway, Director of Secondary Learning, Advanced Academics, and Assessments for Floresville ISD. And I'm Irma Guerra, Director of Elementary Learning and Federal Programs here in Floresville ISD. Last week, we attended the Professional Learning Communities Conference, and it was an exciting conference where we learned a lot about how to plan for instruction that will maximize our students' learning. Uh, For me, a highlight from the conference was the idea that as adults, we need to make decisions that are not convenient for adults, but are best for kids. And I feel like when we come back to our district, the, the most important thing is to really understand why we do PLCs and really support the momentum of that progress as we pursue um, the idea of becoming a exemplar professional learning communities district. And so the PLC really is for adults because it's about adults learning. And I think that that most important thing is ensuring that we're doing what's best for kids in that process. I absolutely agree, Chris. And I think um, some of my takeaways um, really revolve around one of the uh, handouts that you can find in the book, Learning by Doing, um, that's published by Solution Tree. And it really talks about the different cultural shifts that can happen in a professional learning community. Um, And two in particular that really stood out to me is we're gonna go from a culture of teachers assigning priority to different learning standards to collaborative teams establishing the priority of respective learning standards. So as we do our work sometimes as teachers, uh, you know, we end up doing that in isolation. And so the idea that we're gonna approach what's important for our students to learn and what we're gonna prioritize as a group effort is a lot less overwhelming than having to make those decisions all on our own. I think something else that also stood out to me was a shift from the assumption that these students are my students and those are your students to an assumption that these are our students. I really love the idea that we're all working together for the success of all of the students on our campus, whether they're on our home roster or not. Um, I think that collaboratively, we all have strengths that we bring to the table. And when we work together for the betterment of the student, then the student is more likely to be successful. So enough about you and me. Uh, We had the opportunity to sit down with some colleagues of ours uh, here in the district. And so we're really happy to, to be able to share what their perspective and their takeaways were from the PLC conference last week. All right, we're here with Dr. Rhonda Wade, the Assistant Superintendent in Floresville ISD. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Wade. I'm glad to be with you. Awesome. So we're excited because we went to the PLC conference last uh, week, and you spearheaded that whole process last year. What was it that, that inspired you to bring PLCs to FISD? Well, last year I attended a training uh, where we were looking at how to support our reading implementation and and improving our reading program. And at the conclusion of the training, the presenter asked, how are we going to sustain this effort? And she shared that the best structure to sustaining efforts was through the professional learning communities. And that was a light bulb moment for me <laughs> uh, because I had attended the PLC at Work conference by Solution Tree several times in the past. And so I came back to the district and I spoke to Dr. Bays, our superintendent, about refocusing our district work on refining our PLC processes because the professional learning community is not just a meeting. 
Right. It is an ongoing process in which educators work collaboratively in repeated cycles of collective inquiry to determine how and why student learning takes place and to increase those learning results for all of our students. So that's how we started our refinement process. I love that idea of all of our students. That's awesome. Yeah, me, me too. I think that's really important. Um, so last year, you know, uh, as Chris mentioned, we started on this PLC journey um, and a big group was able to attend the conference and this year another group attended um, and some people that went last year also went this year. Um, but it was interesting because everybody said even though, you know, the ones that had attended last year said even though we went last year, um, we still took away something new and it was like every session was really awesome and, and we had lots of takeaways. So what was the highlight for you? you this year at the PLC conference? Well, you're right. Every year you go, this was my fifth time to attend, and every year I hear something just a little different, uh, depending on where we are in the journey, because you do, you do not just implement professional learning communities overnight. It is an ongoing process, and to really, if we keep at the work, will take us about three years to fully implement. Um, but one of the highlights for me this year was hearing that we need to make sure we're planting the seeds of the professional learning communities in the good soil of our culture. Mm -hmm. So we just need to make sure that we're working on our culture and that it is good for those seeds to take root and to sprout. So that was kind of an interesting concept. And so we need to make sure our teachers understand why. Right. Why are we launching on this process? What is it about professional learning communities? It's not a program. Mm -hmm. It is just a way of doing business. So our, our teachers are highly trained professionals and they just need a little guidance, uh, a little structure within to work. And oftentimes the solutions to the issues we face are in their minds and we mm -hmm. just need to have a structure where they can collaborate. Also another thing specifically for us uh, this year is collective commitment. That was something we did not talk about last year, but it was something that really resonated. We talked about um, what are we committed to in another training this week. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, we've already identified one of our commitments is to moving to learner-centered instructional practices. So we're going to work on on uh, collective commitments as well. I love that. Culture is so important. I think it really drives an organization. And I think planting that seed is going to be awesome as we move forward with this process. Yeah, it was a really uh, clear analogy, I would say, um, kind of wrapping it all together and being able to really understand fully that concept. So it's a really good takeaway. Um, so how do you foresee, uh, Dr. Wade, the district supporting campuses as we really continue to strengthen our PLC process throughout this year and, and going into next year even? So every year we just want to take more steps forward in the right direction because a step forward in the right direction gets us movement. So last year we had a guidance document that we created, a guidance document, excuse me, for principals and for campuses as well as protocols for such things as how they create norms, mm -hmm. how they create SMART goals, how they review their data, and the creation of essential, essential standards. Uh, this year we're expanding our support with creating essential standards for all four of our core content. Last year it was just English language arts and math. This year we're expanding to science and social studies. Um, and then the collective commitments that I mentioned earlier, we will be modeling that for our administration team and that they can go back and do with their principals or with their campuses, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, the other way that we support is just by being visible during their, the, the times that their um, collaborative teams are meeting mm -hmm. uh, to see what supports are needed. So um, you never know what kind of questions might come up. 
Uh, that's perfect. I do think support is key, but I also think that it's important for our listeners to understand that they can always reach out for help if they need oh, it definitely. and we'll be there for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much time for your time, Dr. Thank Wade. You, Dr. I appreciate Wade. it. I know you're a busy person and um, we I'm look busy. forward to where this PLC <laughs> process is going to take us. Absolutely. I'm excited. Here with Mr. Walter Lewis, the new assistant principal at Floresville High School. And Mr. Lewis attended the PLC conference uh, last week. And so, Mr. Lewis, what was one of the highlights from the PLC conference for you? The highlight for me at the PLC conference was the uh, introduction to the idea that SEL, social emotional learning, can be infused into the PLC process. It is important for those that are members of the PLC are able to self-regulate, perform self-awareness, as well as social awareness, and practice mindfulness techniques in their presentations of being positive leaders. Fantastic. That that sounds great, Mr. Lewis. So from those highlights, um, how will you move to implement social-emotional learning within PLCs on the campus of Floresville High School? I think social-emotional learning is a very important part of education. I think the person being able to control themselves and being aware of how they feel, as well as being able to interact in positive social situations, is pertinent to an individual's success. So what I want to try to do is make sure that the PLCs at Floresville High School practice, and model social-emotional learning for the team, for the teachers, as well as for our students. Mr. Lewis, that sounds great. Um, I appreciate that. Are you excited to be a member of Floresville ISD? Yes, I am. I see that the Floresville uh, Independent School District is loaded with qualitative educators who are concerned about the well-being and the betterness and the whole child influence. And I'm glad to be a part of that. We're definitely glad to have you here, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> yes, you're such a positive influence. And I know that your counseling background is going to go far with helping you as an administrator. Absolutely. And I want to take all the assets that I have to make sure that I am a contribution to Floresville Independent School District. Sir, I really appreciate your time. I know you you were headed home, and I thank you for taking our phone call and taking the time out of your day for this interview. Absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Thank you, Mr. Lewis. Okay, we're here with David Lehman, the principal at the middle school. So, David, you're new in your role at the middle school. Are you excited to be in that role? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I, it's a uh, new territory for me. All my experience has been at high school up to this level. Uh, so, going into the middle school, I'm excited about you know something that's completely new to me. Um, so, it, it's going to be a fun journey. I know. It sounds exciting. So we went to the, the PLC conference last week, and we just have a couple questions for you about that experience. Yeah, so after, uh, after that experience, what were your thoughts about the conference? Um, what were some takeaways that you had or some interesting things that you learned? 
I think the biggest thing for me um, that I took from it was, you know, the, the name of it might change over the years, but it, it, it's a process that's been around for years and that's going to continue for years. The, the process itself of how we serve our kids as far as identifying what we need to teach them, what do we do when they haven't learned it or what we do when they have learned it. Um, that process is key to education. So whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. those, those pillars, those questions that, that are the foundation of the PLC process, those are going to be around forever. Um, and so I'm excited just for the fact that I can, I can take that back to my campus and look at, hey, th th this is the essential core of what education is and what it is to be a successful educator. And if we can learn how to discuss those those questions effectively on a campus um, from you know a, a whole staff setting down to the individual departments grade levels mm -hmm. um, I know that we're going to have a successful campus that'll thrive year after year after year regardless of the the demographic changes you know those mm -hmm. those changes that you know that come year after year that you don't necessarily have control over we do have control over those four questions and how we serve our kids. That's fantastic. Um, one thing that you mentioned in what you were just speaking about was essentials. Um, I seem to remember you speaking of a theme this year for you guys that kind of came out of the PLC conference a little bit. What is that theme that you have going for this year? So this was something that I I had had you know, rolling around in my mind for quite a bit. I, I presented it to, to my leadership team and they really liked it. So we sort of came up with this idea or this vision, uh, the motto for the year of being mastering the essentials. Oh, um, I love that. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you, um, you know, sometimes we, we try to do so much because we are invested in what we do mm -hmm. in education that uh, we end up doing actually too much. And so I want to take this idea of let's, let's look at who we are as a campus. Let's look at what we consider to be our essentials and let's master those because I know if we do, that's going to affect everything that, that we do on campus from instruction to collaboration to even student behavior and student success. And so it's a matter of identifying what those essentials are. That's something that we're going to discuss as a staff. I, I haven't established those. Um, that's, that's a discussion we're going to have when we, when we meet. Um, and then that's going to drive everything that we do. Um, as we discuss in, in small group, large group is, is it essential to, to what we need to do to, to serve our kids? Right. I love that. Dr. Bays has talked a lot about that too. Um, you know, sometimes less is more. So I think it's awesome that y'all are going to be adopting that for this year. Well, thank you, David, for your time. We really appreciate it. And we hope you have a very successful school year. Well, thank you. Yeah. Good luck this year. Thank you. After hearing what our colleagues had to say about the PLC conference um, from last week, I'm fired up and excited about where we're going as a district with the PLC process. Yeah, everybody's takeaways, um, you know, were really interesting, and I'm really excited to see what the work is going to look like on each one of the campuses. And really, I'm most excited for, you know, the teachers and students uh, this year coming back and, and really just all working together to move our district forward. One thing I'm thinking about is the fact that teachers are really going to grow through this process. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing we learned from the PLC conference is that, you know, being uncomfortable is good mm -hmm. um, because that shows that we're, we're moving 
moving forward through growth. And there's going to be points throughout the year where teachers are going to feel um, vulnerable and they're going to feel uncomfortable when they start looking at their data and sharing that with their colleagues. Um, what is something that you would give to teachers for advice when they feel that uncomfortable feeling and they're trying to trust that process and go through it? Yeah, well, I remember when, you know, I was uh, working on another campus and, and going through this process and sharing my data. And, and I remember vividly, you know, those feelings at the beginning, like, you know, somebody's going to think that maybe I'm not teaching um, as well as I should, or uh, mostly I was probably harder on myself than anybody was on me. Um, because, you know, at sometimes I wasn't always the one at the top. And it was a reflection, you know, I took that personally because I'm so passionate about uh, education and, and teaching the students. And so uh, it was a little bit of a barrier to get through, uh, especially when your name isn't always, um, you know, at the top of the list. And so, uh, but what I learned from that experience is that that only made me a better teacher because, you know, once I saw those things, the first thing I wanted to do was, okay, well, what was the other teacher doing that did, you know, her students did better on this particular objective? Um, or what was the, the other campus doing that maybe I can implement in my in my classroom? And I think if, if we I wouldn't have had those discussions and those experiences, then I would have just kept on teaching the same way that I had always been teaching. And so it wasn't until I could get over uh, that feeling within myself that I really began to grow and I could see the difference in my students and ultimately that's what the goal is and that what that's what we all want so uh, I'm really um, interested to see uh, how other teachers relate to that process as we start off the year. And I think it's important to let them know that they're not alone through this process. Oh, yeah. Everybody's feeling that same feeling. Um, even administrators are being pushed a little bit and having to grow. Um, but I concur when I was a teacher, I felt the same way when I was collaborating in PLC process and that feeling of, of you know, I have to be vulnerable. And, mm -hmm. and But it's really talking about the kids individually. And I think that ultimately um, we're going to help our students move forward. And I'm super Super excited to see where this leads us um, down the road. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I see, you know, lots of good things coming from refining our process and getting better. And you know, there's there's no way to get better at something unless you try it. And so, you know, we're gonna try it and continue to just build upon the things that we already started last year. And every year is gonna get better and better. Awesome. Well, episode two is now in the books, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see um, how this podcast is gonna grow over the year. And so, until next time, um, we'll we'll say goodbye for now. Bye. Bye.